Alrighty, welcome back to the Willy Nilly Pod. I'm Henry Williams, joined as always by my brother and close friend Dane Williams. Uh, it is Wednesday, June 10th, and we're here with another good fun show for y'all. We've got MLB All Star Game and the Home Run Derby, probably the most electric Home Run Derby ever. And soccer, like, of course. Easy. Um, yeah, we got soccer. We've got some NFL stuff. We got some Tyreek Hill news to go over. Uh, some crazy stuff and some NBA talk. Uh, the NBA looks completely different now. Um, and then starting off, we'll, we're gonna start off, I should say, with a uh, couple segments. Do you want to just get into those? Yeah, start with that. All right, we're gonna start with our headlines of the week. Um, this is we're this is a segment we're literally pretty self-explanatory. Just gonna say our favorite headline of the week. Uh, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Go you ahead. Go ahead. No, you oh, go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Um, so this one literally made me laugh out loud. <laughs> Urban Meyer to debut. This is from uh, College Football Talk, like CFT. Uh, Urban Meyer to debut new podcast about leadership, culture, and behavior. <laughs> like, I literally can't believe that. <laughs> You're talking about out of every single college football coach that the one that's debuting a podcast talking about leadership and culture is the dude that, I mean, not to fault him for Aaron Hernandez being crazy, but <laughs> This dude also had – I just looked a lo- up a list of it. I'm talking like 20-plus arrests <laughs> on his, at, on the Florida team while he was there. Like Chris Rainey got arrested. Cam Newton got arrested. Uh, Brandon Sprikes got arrested. Carlos Dunlop got arrested. Literally every big-name dude that went through that program when he was head coach got in trouble. I, I, don't, I don't understand how – what he's going to say. I don't know what he's going to talk about. Ohio State got in trouble while he was there too. <laughs> They were in trouble for like two years. Come on. Like, I can't believe that. <laughs> and it's just the I, most I almost, Ohio State delusional fan thing to ever happen. Like, oh, yeah, no, he that, that works perfectly. He should definitely talk about, uh, you know, how to be a good person. This, I mean, yeah. oh, yeah, he's the Ohio State University's head coach. So I'm I'm sure that our uh, our boy who will remain nameless, but some, some listeners may know who we're talking about. <laughs> our boy, our big Buckeyes fan is going to love this new podcast going to eat up every episode. Um, for sure. I actually sure. might listen just cause I want to hear it. Like, and just laugh. I want to hear it. Laugh. Yeah. All righty. Well, what's yours? Um, mine comes from sports illustrated. It says, uh, ex Auburn coach, Tommy Tuberville is leading Alabama's Republican primary for Senate. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't get better than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. See, I, read I this love this. I was like, this is just the most perfect Alabama thing to ever happen. I guarantee they based 95% of politics <laughs> on who knows more football. Oh, guaranteed. Like, it's guaranteed. Today, uh, for example, today at work, I was driving. I was in the car for probably like five and a half hours listening to talk radio the whole time. Every single news segment, the leading segment on it was – SEC Media Days starts next week, <laughs> so it's not even a, it's not even this week, and it's the leading news on the Fox News for the state of Mississippi. That was the head like, <laughs> that's just classic. <laughs> it's classic, and I think it's gonna be the first time Auburn and Alabama ever agree on anything. They're gonna look over at each other and be like, you know what? After all, he does know football, so 
I think who, who else better to run the state? I think Tuberville's teams beat beat the Crimson Tide a few times. I think that here and there. Good. So pretty good. Yeah. No. He, he wasn't bad. He actually shouldn't have been fired when he got fired. Hot take, but wow. um, Gene Chislik was a terrible coach. Just but iconic headline, and not even surprising either. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That, I mean, that um, okay, so I, yeah, that makes sense actually. So perfect. Oh yeah. Um, so I have a quit your job. Um, this is a segment where I literally it's just like anyone that needs to just automatically quit their job right now, like dude, just leave. Um, this is for the graphics people at Bleacher Report and SB Nation. Um, literally this weekend was maybe the worst like graphics weekend ever. So we had that women's national team picture like of every like the weirdest assortment of celebrities at all edited in. It was it's like that meme, you know that meme picture where like when someone dies, they like add it to the people like in the yeah, sky. It's like yeah. come join us, like Stanley Harambe, everyone rest <laughs> in peace. But um, um, it was literally like that picture. It was I looked at it, I thought it was a meme because it's like you've got the whole women's national team, and then like Travis Scott's on one end, and then you've got the red-haired girl from Stranger Things. On and you got the Iron other Man side. full suit up top, <laughs> full suit Iron Man, whole cast of friends. Um, and then the other one sb nation so they tweeted out a graphic of like stars that had switched teams um and it was like Kawhi in a new in a clippers jersey uh kd in a net or no 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 kd wasn't in the picture um and it was like jimmy in a heat jersey and then there's like three other guys and then they had Kyrie in a Nets jersey, but literally it was drawn on with like Microsoft Paint. Like all the other ones were edited, and then it's like I wanted. I almost want to find. I want to find it again. I think I might have bookmarked it. But anyways, like it literally, this dude's jersey is. You can see like they wrote Brooklyn with like a tiny little pencil and Microsoft Paint. Like it's whole. It's literally like, dude, you edited the other four pictures. How could you not just edit the fifth one? It was beyond. Run out, out of time, I guess. I yeah, so How they need you? to they need to be fired. Quit your immediately. job now. Immediately. I just don't understand mm. that women's national team picture at all. I mean, we'll throw up a picture on this real quick, but like, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make it. sense at all. From top to bottom. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I want <laughs> It's just. I think. I think my favorite was literally. Like Travis Scott and Jay Z were literally standing in front of like the Stranger Kid, the Stranger Things kids. Like, what what does those things have to do like, not only with each other but with the women's soccer? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Who, who? I don't know who did it. I want to talk to this person and really get to the bottom of what they were possibly thinking, and then I want to talk to who okayed it after that. Yeah, because neither of those make any sense at all. I mean, like Bleacher Report is one of the biggest sports media outlets. How did nobody see that and be like, I mean, maybe, ooh, stay woke. Maybe they put it out knowing it would be a meme and that they would get this much publicity. There's no mm, such thing as that. Stay woke. Stay woke. Okay. That's wild. Well, uh, That's wild. yeah. So moving on, you want to. Go All Star Game or Home Run Derby first? 
Um, let's start home run derby because that yeah. was way more exciting. Yeah. Um, that was sick. That was <laughs> awesome. That was a dope home run derby. Um, Vladdy, he was my pick from last week. Thick boys. He, I still think he won. Like he didn't. He won. Well, I don't. He didn't. I don't he didn't though. That's a thing. <laughs> he didn't walk home. He with did it. I blame. I blame him being tired. They. Well, yeah. He had to swing the bat like 80 more times than Alonzo did. That's the same thing as every tournament ever, though. You're going to, you're going to triple overtime in the quarterfinal. Yeah, you're going to be a little bit tired the next day, probably. Yeah, okay, true. Yeah, Good yeah, point. he didn't win. He didn't win. But he was definitely the most fun to watch. I agree. And those bombs are going to be fun for the next 20 years. Shout out Jock Peterson, by the way. Literally, me and, that guy. Me and my two buddies were watching it. And... <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I know you don't like him, but me and my two buddies were watching it when he hit, uh, when Vlad in the second round hit 29 again. And we were laughing. We were like, look, here goes this like normal looking, like middle aged white dude, just like up to bat. And he freaking killed it. Like he was going insane. So shout out Jock Peterson. I no, know that you don't was, like it. No, screw him. But anyway, I was, I was in the same boat. I was like, I loved how the, the announcer was like, well, Jock's just in this to have fun, so I guess that's all you really can do at this point. And he goes and drops twenty nine. It's like, all yeah, right. no. And then he's like, yeah, he's actually in this to win this. It's like, just make up your mind. Like, yeah, he's obviously Dude. trying to have fun, but can you we think he wants talk to talk about the announcers? Dollars? So bad. The announcers were the worst. <laughs> Literally, it, I think it was two different times. They it was it was during Vlad's uh, overtime round, and yeah. they. The the color guy was I don't even know what his name was. He was like, all all Vlad's got to do is make contact and it's a homer. <laughs> Literally, as he said that, the next three hits, and like the two before that, he didn't he hit the ball, made contact, wasn't a home run. And then later in the thing in the finals, uh, after Vlad went with like thirty seconds left, the same guy was like, oh, just give him the championship, just give him it now. He's the champion already. And then, but like before the other dude had even gone, Alonzo had like a minute so, 30 left or something like that. Or was it like right on the end? Something, whatever it was. Um, I think he was like, he was at like 20 with a minute left or so and he needed to get 23. And so he just took his time the last round. And then he had his extra 30 seconds he didn't even use. But that mm-hmm. dude tripled his salary from that. Yeah, I saw that. 555000 this year. And he just made a million dollars in the home run derby. That's it. So did that's so glad cool. Vlad made a good amount too. I think yeah. didn't he? He's on the rookie contract as well. Yeah, I have so no idea what the second place is. Those rookie. Place. I don't know too much about baseball, but those rookie contracts seem much much too low. Yeah. So it, they get big signing bonuses. Is their big incentive? So uh, like okay. the first first rounders will get like, oh my goodness! I think I want to say seven million is what the first overall pick this year as a signing bonus but um yeah they don't get huge contracts until they're actually established in the major leagues because there's you know hundreds of guys that compete for it so i mean him having a half a million dollar contract is actually pretty huge but he'll get paid mm-hmm. quick i'm sure and money's never been an issue for him i don't think mm-hmm. yeah it makes sense um okay all-star game though it was a good game Good game, yeah. I mean, I mean, hi. The the MLB All Star Game is consistently the highest rated All Star Game out of the 
pro leagues, which I, I understand because the NBA players don't try and nobody cares about the Pro Bowl because the Super Bowl is next week. And the hockey so, is stupid. <laughs> hockey's not stupid, but I don't, hockey even, I, know, I don't even know if there's a if there's a All-Star game that exists because I'm that new. It's like, a three, it's like a 3v3 thing, isn't it? Something like that. That'd be sick. I don't even know. Yeah, it's something like no, that. I don't, I don't know exactly it. what it is, but yeah, something like that. But what the All-Star game, it's just... I don't know. Not means nothing because the fans vote and the fans are stupid. And like we talked about a few years back when the Royals had like an entire starting nine on the field for some reason, <laughs> like maybe two or three of them should have started, but they had just yeah. it's so dumb. And there's no World Series home field advantage that comes from it either. It's just like I don't know. Dave Roberts had his entire bench gone in the seventh. Yeah. Is, I mean. Yeah. yeah no. I, I did feel bad for the one guy that. The pitcher from Baltimore, he was the only guy that didn't play on either roster. So, sorry, dude. Well, what do you Not, expect? Yeah, sorry, dude. But, uh, um, no, yeah, I, I enjoyed the All-Star game, though. I think, like, I mean, I I don't even watch that much baseball, but I think the All-Star game is always fun to watch. I know that's really the only time when I know the majority of the players in the game because I yeah. really only know the Royals players and then outside of that, the stars and so yeah. yeah it was a good game though it was fun good game um what i think they need to do though is they need to do a like an nba or a nhl style of weekend so instead of just having the home run derby do like a japanese bunting competition or like i don't know how to do it but like a quick hands like a fielding competition just like rocket hunter mana or ground balls at him or something like that i don't know what exactly they need to do, do it, they need to build a robot that send that they can make shoot balls perfectly over the uh the home run the out of bounds area and then just mm. see who can jump the highest to catch it good and point they yeah. win yeah whoever can break more ribs <laughs> i would watch that in a heartbeat whoever has the most broken rib, whoever has the most broken ribs at the end wins <laughs> it'd be fun. fun to me yeah yeah, yeah exactly grade grade a entertainment uh, i would kill to see a bunting competition with a like do the do that is like the the prequel to the home run derby oh that'd be awesome it'd be electric kind of like uh how the nba does everything the same night the slam dunk uh-huh. yeah start it like yeah, they do they do skills and then three point and then slam dunk yeah you could uh, if they did something like that because i as a huge nba fan i don't watch the all-star game but i watch the skills three point and dunk contest but because I just think that those are way more entertaining. So I agree. I mean, that was kind of kind of me with baseball because I like the home run derby more, but I still do yeah. like the All Star game. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but they, it can be fixed, and I think there's better things they can do because the home run derby is fun, and I think they're getting more views for that than anything else. And just make it like every other thing, like when football back in the day had the like the passing competitions. Mm-hmm. That was the best Pro Bowl ever was. Mm. True. Yeah. True. So, uh, all righty. Well, shout out to the women's national team bringing home the gold props for America. That was dope. Uh, all memes, all meme pictures aside, um, they're they're studs, good players, the best, the best women in the world. So yeah, by far, but I know you have something to say. There's been a ton of stuff in the news. Honestly, there's been more news about this than there has about them actually winning but yeah the talk has all been about women's pay and i know you have a lot to say about it so. yeah so i mean 
for I think they are they're obviously the best women in the world and they are far and away more fun to watch just because they're so much better than the men I think but this the women's game is not worldwide yet as the men's is um, because a lot of the stuff that's being said is these are the best ratings that soccer's ever had in America which is true but US is not the only country in the world to watch soccer so Fox is I mean getting are paying millions and millions and million like billions yeah. of dollars in revenue to stream and have this on their network across the world not just in America because mm. I think I'm forgetting the exact numbers I'll look it up real quick but um the women a few years back made 73 million players got 13% of that and then the men brought in 4 billion and brought home 9% of that right and so my yeah my thing is if you want the women to be paid more the only way you can pay them more money is either take money from the other women's players around the around the world or literally pay them out of your own pocket because yeah like they're getting like 13% of the total revenue share of the World Cup in what was that 2015 um this is before it was like the 20 around 2010 so i mean okay. it's a little outdated but still, yeah that's a stack like, still ridiculous i mean numbers. that's a large that's a large money share um unfortunately i mean unfortunately for the women they just don't make as much money as the men's team and so like literally my thing is like if if you really want them to be paid more but it's still have everyone else paid more you either have to watch them spend your money on them or literally just pay them yourselves like i don't know how else they're gonna get paid yeah i'm you have to get the game the women's game globalized as much as the men's Mm -hmm. which is i think this is an awesome first step and i really i really believe that and i think this is gonna be great in you know 40 50 years when the world's watching women's sports but a lot of the places in the world women's soccer is still developing and nobody cares about it in those countries yeah and the problem is you talk about the women's national team literally once every four years but right now the second biggest storyline in soccer especially in america is the men's team at the gold cup which isn't even uh it's not nearly as big as the world cup yeah and we're talking about it just as much and so when the women are playing in you know their other tournaments and everything they're not making any noise the only time that people watch them is for the world cup so you're not making any money outside of that. I just don't know how to pay them more. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just don't understand how the women players don't understand that. Like, <laughs> it's their own money they're making. Right. I, would, I would hope that they would understand where it's coming from and not just hope it ends up in their pocket. That just that seems weird to me that they don't understand that and that simple like economic principle that if nobody's watching, you're not getting paid. And this is this is not exactly. just how soccer works. This is how sports across the board work. I mean, in sports with no salary cap, like baseball and soccer, baseball, the richest teams have the biggest networks. Like the Yankees this year just bought uh, the Yes Network back for $3.4 yeah. billion. That's how much they were getting paid every year. Or not every year, but, you know, they're getting yeah. paid millions and millions and millions to have Yankees games broadcast on the Yes Network. Jeez. Same thing for college football. The only teams that are the only athletic programs that are profitable, whatever the 21 teams that are profitable, have big shares in 
TV network, like the Longhorn Network on ESPN. SEC Network. SEC Network. Literally, SEC Network is literally playing, like, that's included in every single basic cable package in the state of Mississippi is SEC Network. Yeah. yeah. Where at home, we had, like, the, like, I didn't even have SEC Network. I don't, well, no, I did have SEC Network in Colorado. Never mind. Yeah, it's, it's um, an ESPN Network. Yeah. And they're paying so much money to be able to watch Vanderbilt on Saturday afternoon. I Seriously. mean, Vanderbilt makes more money than most every other college football program in the nation because of TV rights. And that's how you mm-hmm. make money in sports. That's like the top. You'll make money with tickets and jersey sales and all that kind of stuff, like uh, Rapone was saying earlier today. But the way you make money in sports is TV. And that's the only way you're going to make any money. That's why the Super Bowl makes so much money. Because mm-hmm. people are paying millions and millions and millions of dollars to put in ads. That's it. And I just don't understand how everybody doesn't get that. It's just you, the money's just not going to appear. You're not going to take money away from a completely separate tournament and try to give it to the women all of a sudden. That's just not right. How it works. Right. Yeah. That's like that is literally. I mean, you said it perfectly. Like, where else? Where is that money coming from that you want to pay them? Where, like, where is that going to come from? I, I they did sell a lot of jerseys. One day, and people watch women. But right now, it's just not happening. <clears throat> and the fact of them getting mm-hmm. equal pay is just not going to happen. And I hope it does. Uh, but right now, it's not happening. Yeah, I think that in the future, I mean, even in the next couple of years, with uh, um, with how you know how big it's how much press they got this year, I think that they could start making more, um, you know, from this point forward. But as of right now, I literally, other than the, other than the news stories of Hope Solo beating up her, I can't remember if it was her husband or boyfriend. I think it was um, nephew, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was a nephew. Well, Everybody. she beat the hell out of some dude. Yeah. Other than Hope Solo beating the hell out of some dude i didn't see any u.s women's national news from like and since the last women's world cup alex morgan on sports illustrated oh yeah okay i it. take that back that's I mean, alex morgan so yeah. <laughs> but other than that i mean other than that but she's doing it right though she she's going and making money she had volkswagen's commercials this go around like she's making a ridiculous amount of money because of that now too Mm-hmm. And that's how it's done. I mean, yeah. Oh, Alex Morgan's rich. She's sure. rich. She's for got sure. money. She she's not worried about this right now. She's not worried about getting paid only three hundred thousand dollars for the win. She's no. no. She's a millionaire. She's rich for sure. Um, okay. but here, here's the point about the men's national team really quick before we switch off. Um, <clears throat> I like almost feel bad for the men in a way. I mean. Yeah, they're not great, and I totally, I completely understand not wanting to watch them because they're that bad. But there comes a point where there needs to be a national um, backing of a team like that, because every time they go out onto the pitch, they they felt like, you know, maybe half the world, half the nations against them, half them's for them. And I mean, I can't speak to playing against Mexico in a Gold Cup final or any match against Mexico for that matter, but. They have sixty percent attendance in Chicago. Yeah, that that's ridiculous, and mm-hmm. that's a home, it's a home field advantage for a team that is, I mean, thousand miles away. That just that's sad to me. 
Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm as someone who has started liking soccer like four months ago, ever since I got opened up a Bovada account and got bored during the afternoon when there were a ton of European soccer games. Um, I I actually like I hope that I think that Pulisic is that how you say his name? Pulisic. Pulisic. Okay. Okay. Pulisic. There we go. Okay. Okay. Pulisic. <laughs> now that Pulisic is like getting bigger and everything, uh, and he's going to Chelsea, he's he's an awesome player. He's dope. I love him. Um, He'll be our first they, international star, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like Tim Howard was awesome. He was an amazing goalkeeper. Landon Donovan was a, an American star, but nobody knew him outside of yeah. the U.S., you know? So, yeah, I think that uh, Pulisic? Yep. Pulisic. <laughs> this is, is the problem. Gonna... <laughs> I, it's hard. I think Pulisic. I always – Pulisic. No, yeah okay go ahead anyway okay he's gonna be he's uh, he's gonna be a really big thing for the men's national team i think and i i expect us maybe this is the dumb fan in me because i don't i haven't followed soccer until about four months ago i expect us to make the next world cup and i'm pumped for it i mean we so. should. there's no reason we shouldn't it just there needs to become a time where we put down the we don't care about the men the women are the best which right now they are but why not can we not cheer for both? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Met, like, I think it'd be so much uh, fun to have Taco the- Bell girl, Taco Bell yeah. girl meme, verbal meme. There we go. Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I agree with you. Polisic is going to be the, I think, a key to that. He's going to be our first legit star coming out of America, and I'm psyched for it. Mm-hmm. But there needs, it, it needs to be a, a fan backing for sure. There can't be 60%. Mexican fan base in Chicago, Illinois, the exact opposite side of the country from Mexico. Yeah, like uh, Kansas City right now is trying to get it trending, like a huge movement on Twitter going to host a couple, a few World Cup games in 2026 because I think it's the main thing is going to be in LA, I think. It's North but, America. Just yeah, in, North America yeah. in general. Yeah, so KC's trying really hard for a bit right now. And that's KC's a really big soccer town, actually, because like. Youth-wise, like a ton of kids in the Kansas City area play, and Sporting Kansas City is actually like they have really good attendance at their games and stuff. So I think Kansas City would actually be a great city. No bias, no bias <laughs> would be a great city to host a couple World Cup games because I think that it would show the rest of the U.S. that it's like I think soccer's fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. Used to not think, used to not think so when I didn't watch that much soccer. I do now. Soccer's fun to watch, I think. I 100% agree. And I think it starts with media and everybody talking about it, too, because that's where everybody gets their news and sports news from. And if we start talking about it and, like, make it mainstream and make it, you know, cool, like the women's national team, you're going to start seeing changes in, you know, funding and, you know, kids starting to play. That's, I mean. That's what it is right there. We're in a hard place. We're in a hard place with it. But, yeah. Um, okay, well, moving on to the NFL. So everyone's training camp starts in the next couple of weeks. Oh, Jesus, look at that bug. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, there's a huge bug just flying around in here. That was scary. <laughs> oh. um, 
Well, yeah, tra- <laughs> so, geez. Okay, so back to back to training camp. So, yeah, NFL tra- <laughs> training camps are all starting in the next couple weeks. So football is finally coming. But uh, the big news for me recently is the Tyreek Hill stuff. So I don't know if you've seen much about it, but um, as you know, I'm sure that tape, it was like a four-minute recording at the time when it was first released, um, got released, you know, of, his, of Tyreek Hill's uh, ex, or fiance, I'm sorry, not ex, um, recording him talking about the uh, him allegedly hitting his son and allegedly breaking his arm, which he denies every single time. And the police have found him innocent, everything. That's old news. Um, but what's new news is that that clip was actually a little bit doctored, and the full clip's actually 11 minutes long. And he, in the whole clip, he's all he also completely denies uh, the domestic violence in 2014. And, yeah, I'm not going to get super into that because, I mean, I do think whether or not it was as you know, it was very serious, and whether or not he beat her up or anything, something most likely happened that night. And that's you know, he's already paid uh, for those decisions and everything. That's kind of in the past, but he like there is a lot more evidence for him being innocent in this full clip than there was in the original one. Um, you know, he says there's a clip where he's saying you know like ask like ask anyone that knows us or knows me ask anyone or think about it yourself like when you whenever you see me like with our son like would do you really think i would do something like that blah 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 and like you know again this doesn't exonerate him from it um even though he has criminally been found not not guilty um but i just think it was it's really frustrating to me that for the past two months everyone's thought that conversation that was recorded, which is basically the main evidence against him in this case, um, was way different than it really was. So that's what was really frustrating to me. And I know a lot of Chiefs fans also are like, all of us are really upset about it. Um, do you, I mean, I don't know. What do you. Oh, geez. Oh, yo. I'm about to kill this dude. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think. I hope. Doink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Um, I hope we're on the same page here. Like, uh, I think it needs to be absolute zero tolerance like it was with the last Chiefs case. Mm -hmm. I mean, domestic violence. I think the NFL is doing a better job of this. Like, across the board, it's a zero tolerance. Like, if you do it, you're done kind of thing, which I think it should be. Um, So as long as it's treated like that, I have no problem with anybody getting kicked off any team for that. And... um, that's just that goes beyond sports and it's people's mm-hmm. real lives and that's a oh if deal. I mean if it if it somehow comes back that Tyreek did hurt his son oh uh, okay I just saw this news now Kawhi signed a three year hundred and three million deal that's a weird deal to sign for Kawhi sorry I just saw that flash on the news um, but. Uh, Sorry, I just completely lost my spot. This is terrible radio right now. Um, oh no, Tyreek! If he actually is guilty of anything like that, then I like I I want him off our team. I never want to have anything to do with him again. But yeah. this may be a hot take. I think he is as likely. It, it is as likely that he is guilty of both of both the 2014 incident 
and the one in March where he allegedly or his his son's arm was broken somehow, yeah. and his uh, fiance alleges that he, uh, you know, forced it to break, broke it. I think there is, in the same likelihood of both of those being his fault and him being guilty of both, as there is her lying about them. I think. Sure. Yeah. I. Like I, I see, I don't, I really do not think that he's guilty at all this time around and whether or not Avery, our, our good friend, Avery Beard, he says that he just wants to give him the Zeke, uh, the Zeke treatment, which is six game suspension, guilty or innocent. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't hate, I, I almost expect him to be suspended regardless at this point. And I think a six game suspension is fair. Um, I just wanted to be on our team again. I wa- more than anything, I wanted to be innocent, but yeah, because this is a thing beyond football. Yeah, but if he's, I mean, if he's innocent, I am just really excited for him to be back on our team because, uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, he'll walk in. But I mean, in. I think I think life needs to be taken care of before. Mm football in this case for sure yeah and i i think i think within the next few days it's going to be announced his if any punishment i think it'll be anywhere from two to six games suspension if i had to guess but unless anything new comes out but i i do think he's innocent um i mean I, you have to start making moves to uh how do i say this get um the league's attention, I guess, that this stuff is going to be like a zero tolerance thing and, you know, hopefully save some people's lives Yeah, in that case. When um, I think, I mean, we were pretty, we were pretty strict with Kareem, with the whole Kareem Hunt situation. And that's, I was, um, I was super happy think, about that, not yeah. just because he's gone and not playing against us anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, because it's bigger than football yeah i mean not only only did a girl but then he lied to it about everyone or to everyone he lied about it to everyone and so like i was i was upset at the time think it's the right move now glad we're glad we're moved on from kareem we have a better backfield now anyways low-key um (laughs) but yeah that's a way of working itself out Mm. um all righty well Lastly, we want to get into the new NBA. So we recorded, I think last time we recorded right before Kawhi, like the day before Kawhi signed Yeah, or announced he was going to sign. And we were dead wrong. Yeah, yeah, completely wrong. I literally was on tape saying that there's no way Kawhi goes to the Clippers. I said he's not going for sure. The Clippers don't have a horse in this race. It was a believe the exact yeah. quote. I think I think we also said somewhere along the lines of the Thunder are staying stagnant and have done nothing, um, <laughs> which I think we need to maybe take back because whether or not they're moving in the right or wrong direction, they are moving. They are moving now, um, which I is very different. In the worst possible direction they can go. Yeah, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a very smart move, but we'll see. Um, they're they're kind of going the Celtics route, the the yeah. 2011 Celtics route of trade everyone, get as many draft picks. I mean, they got five draft picks from that trade. Mm-hmm. So 
Which, which, we'll see what they get from Russ. Yeah. I mean, is five draft picks equal to PG? I don't know. I don't really think I would so. Say, I would say definitely not. I don't get yeah. that whole that whole mindset of hmm. uh, roster building. Like, it hasn't worked for the Celtics yet. They haven't won a championship since then. Right. And they haven't been really close either. And I just don't get how you can possibly value a 19-year-old kid as Paul George. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be no. back next five years. Yeah, no, no, I, I've always been on, on the side of why are you trading an established star for future unknown guys that, I mean, may not even play a single second for your team, literally. Yeah. Like, literally, literally I would be willing sense. to bet that a good amount of the guys that – well, not a good amount, actually, because all those picks were like top five, but a decent amount of the guys that the Celtics got from that big Nets trade uh, back in the day didn't even have any sort of impact on them at all, you know? It doesn't so, make sense. Yeah, so I don't know. But uh, on the Clipper side, the Clippers are freaking stacked, dude. The Clippers are... I mean, it's a battle for L.A. now. The Lakers filled out their roster pretty well, I think. And I think the battle for L.A. is going to end up probably being the, uh, the, the battle for the, for the West. Maybe the That's Nuggets thrown in there. but I'm going to disagree with that. I think it's hard for me. Um, I've learned you, it's hard to bet against the Warriors. Probably shouldn't do that. Um, Steve Kerr, hard, hard to bet against Steve Kerr. Um, and him. Steph. Hate him. <laughs> but I just don't see the Clippers winning a championship. I mean, they have it's, a few pieces. They're, they're going to be really good defensively, which is going to help them come uh, playoff time. But I still think uh, the Lakers of- are going to probably beat the Clippers. I think the Warriors can beat the Clippers. I think Denver can beat the Clippers. And that's probably going to be in the West, but I think I just, the Lakers are after their. I I'm really impressed with the way they filled out their roster. Actually, I think I said it a couple weeks like when they traded for AD. I was talking to I think it was Avery. I said uh, and just saying that I think it'd be smarter for the Lakers because Avery's a big you know LeBron stan. He's one of those guys. Ugh, the worst. <laughs> Almost as bad as Warriors fans. But Avery's not a bad uh, LeBron stan. Yes, he is. No, I wouldn't yes, say Yes, he is. Dude, he's I wouldn't boy. say he's bad. <laughs> but uh, no, I was telling him that I think it'd be smarter for them to use that 32 or so million dollars of cap space and try to sign a full team instead of just one dude and then try to fill it out with a ton of scrubs. Um, veterans yeah and that's what they did and danny green's a great piece kuzma obviously they still have him from i mean they've had him kuzma's going to be good um rondo is a good piece to have they got boogie boogies i i like boogie i think boogie's going to be really good he's i mean last year he, he was still so coming off of injury I, I think okay uh, i mean i he didn't do anything well, at golden state give him off that, of that but, though ever <laughs> that's the worry I mean, is he getting he's, minimum right now? Uh, I th- yeah, I th- he's the vet minimum. Yeah, the veteran minimum. It's like two point three million a year, I think. But uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see like 
if he's going to end up as one of the big guys that you know gets an injury and can never come back for it, or a guy like Embiid, who has sustained you know two or three different lower body in, lower body injuries now and is still top ten player in the league. So it's going to be interesting. But I, I mean, if Boogie can go back to the form he was when him and AD were playing together, the Lakers are obviously the best team. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, I'm gonna say they're the best if Michael Porter isn't. He's getting some high praise from fair, some fair. really, really good basketball players. They're saying I, I saw something on Twitter a few days ago. He's gonna be a Hall of Fame type player, which if that ends up being true, Ooh. yeah, I'll, I'll go find that Whoa. and figure out. Yeah, but. Um, well, our noted NBA insider uh, Lane Burlesic on Twitter, <laughs> uh, he did tweet. He, he said, "I think he said, uh, feel like the Nuggets are going to be trading for Bradley Beal, which that'd be kind of a dope trade." Honestly, I can see uh, Iguodala going back to Denver. Mm-hmm. That's, like, I can that's see my, that too. That's maybe our bold prediction. Um, but if, if you, that all if, stuff could work out, go for it. If you're the Nuggets, would you trade Michael Porter Jr. and Gary Harris for Bradley Beal? No, not really. Chance. Not a chance. Dude, you have you have an opportunity to have one of the better young players. I mean, he's the Zion of two years back, right? Something like that. Yeah, he was wet in high school, bro. He is. He's ridiculous. He was dating the the girl that starred in uh, the game plan, Madison Pettis. He was dating her. Like that's how you know he made it. Like he was the dude. I, there's not a chance. I would never get rid of it. You haven't even seen him yet. Yeah, Who knows? no, yeah. He's going to be ridiculous. If he's good, the Nuggets are winning the West. There you go. Yeah, if he's good, if Bull Bull, I mean, the Nuggets have so many good young guys Malik Beasley, Torrey Craig, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Jokic. I mean, it's they have so many good young guys that are already huge pieces on the number two seed in the West and are only going to get better. Like they're yeah. only going to get better. And then you've got, they've also got their Michael Porter juniors and their bull bulls and uh, Jared Vanderbilt's and those type of guys who aren't, I mean, they haven't played a minute for the nuggets yet, but for all we know, they could be stars. So I don't I know. Think, that, I think they got a few pieces that will be, I don't know if bull bull is going to be able to, if anything, he'll be like a, a four kind of guy. He's not going to be a five. He's too small, I think, in a mm. weight ways. But uh, I just, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Nuggets. Got the West, I think. Okay. Okay. Bold there prediction. Go. Yeah, I got That's the Lakers. I got the Lakers. Lakers, and Sixers. Again, hard, to, right. hard to bet against the LeBron. Probably should never do that, but mm-hmm. I do it every year. Yeah. No, Lakers Sixers is my early prediction. Um, but okay, what I what we were wanting to talk about with the NBA is this new makeup of the league with the duos. Um, so obviously, the last few years, the offensive numbers in the league have been blowing up. Um, scoring's been crazy. Everyone's been, you know, ragging on defense and everything. Do you think that this new look of superstar duos is going to change it? for the better offensively or defensively? Um, I'm going to say it's going to, I'm going to say offense a little bit, but more across the league. 
Um, so like mm-hmm. we talked about, it's more of a league now it's balanced and top to bottom, there's more of a chance of like, we just talked about five different teams going to go five for the West. And I think top to bottom scoring is going to go up from, I mean, that, I, there's going to be a few teams that lose points. I think I, I completely agree with you. I think that like, instead of last year, the last few years you had, you know, three to four teams that were you know winning that that were running the league offensively and um and then you know the just scoring 120 130 a night on these crappy teams i think it's going to end up being a lot of closer games but a lot of close high scoring games now that it's more balanced i think it's going to be a lot of 118 to 115 games you know and stuff like that so i think as a league overall i think there's going to be more scoring but i think the games are going to be a lot closer overall too i can see that our friend blake bodner ladies and gentlemen is joining good friend of ours what up blake say hello how's it going okay so what do you think yeah go for it you, no you go ahead Dewell. you go ahead um across the board what do you think it's going to help with this new like super duo style is it going to be um helping offenses in general or defenses in general uh, in my opinion, it'll help defenses because, like, you think of it with the super teams, you'd always go for a big three, big four, like the Warriors had, and you'd always target like high offense people, and like defense would be kind of a secondary. But now you can te- get people like uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George together, and then you can get like other defensive pieces, like the Lakers are doing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. They're just picking up Danny Green, Avery Bradley. They were rumored to get Iguodala. Nose wet. Yeah, exactly. They're just getting three and D guys. <laughs> are more towards defense but could also shoot the three so it could help offense but i think overall it'll help defense more I think the league. I, I can see that for sure and even the bad teams are doing that as well like that's what the suns that's their entire model what they, they did they got their two pieces they got they got booker and they're going to build three and d completely around it they're going to build it with i mean rubio's not a terrible shooter but he's not elite by any stretch i don't think but he's going to get those guys like bridges get the bad. ball booker's going to get the ball then uh, Cameron Johnson just drafted him. He's going to get the ball. It's going to be like a four out, one in, just mm-hmm. three point. It is going to shoot turn out. into a very much three D, three and D league. If I mean, it already is now. It's basically all it is now, and both well, three and pick and roll. But it's really going to turn, I think, into a three and D league. But I, I mean, like I said, I think that instead of games being like 120 to 90 it's going to be like 115 to 110 you know it's going to be like the same ballpark around scoring but it's going to be closer closer games on average as opposed to the last couple of years i agree with that that's what I, mean, I, I don't know because i feel like because when you didn't have three superstars before and you were going up against one of the super teams or whatever you want to call it you didn't really have much of a chance and so you like they would just destroy you on offense, and then at that point you put in all your scrubs, and the scores would just be run up. With a whole bunch of teams having a whole bunch of good players and a whole bunch of defensive players, I feel a lot more games would be more competitive and like lower scoring, and people will be fighting for playoff spots more and more throughout the season. So I think it could just be an overall good thing. That is true. Like definitely more teams than ever. I feel like believe they're going to make the playoffs next year. Like it's going to be crazy. At least since LeBron, LeBron went to Miami. That's the last, like before that, is the last time mm-hmm. I can think of that it's been as balanced at least. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. 
And I hope you're right, too. I hope that there's a – it's more of a hunt when we get to playoff time. That's going to make things so much more fun. Yeah. Also, I hope that Brody goes to the Heat really badly. I want Russell Westbrook on the Heat so bad. I want that dynamic to blow up like <laughs> it will so fast. <laughs> it's there. Like, if he gets traded there, one of the two is going to request a trade within a month. I, <laughs> like, oh, I honestly believe so. There. So Westbrook gets traded there and then requests a trade within a month, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, can I honestly it. think That's so. Fair. I think, I, I think they're going to absolutely hate it. I don't think they're going to like each other at all. They're both the same ego. Yeah. Yeah. Be awesome. I'm so excited for it. Jimmy's <laughs> my guy too, so I'm all for it. I hope uh hope Jimmy does well and Russ I really couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> if he ends up on the Suns though, I'm going to be livid. There's I don't no think no one's ever gonna win a championship Suns. with with um Westbrook running point guard. There's just not a chance. It's never gonna happen. I agree. As much as I love the Brody and as much as I love his triple doubles, he's never going to win a championship unless he's like a 40-year-old ring chaser. That could happen. And he goes to the Pelicans with Zion. This take's going to come back and bite me. I can feel it. But there's no way he ever wins a championship. Being a true true key component, I just don't ever see it. All righty. Well, that's our show, I think, right? That's what we got. Yeah, thank you guys for listening and uh, tune back in next week. Follow us on Twitter at Willy Nilly Pod and on YouTube, the Willy Nilly Pod. Yeah, we're going to be posting all of our podcasts, not only hopefully on iTunes soon. Um, we're looking into that as we speak, but hopefully on iTunes and then on YouTube as well. Um, Spotify. Maybe on Spotify, SoundCloud. maybe SoundCloud. We're kind of figuring out our posting details right now but yeah those will probably be figured out by next episode i would guess let's hope so yeah like yeah well thanks Thanks for for listening folks peace That's the end.